I'm Virginia Allen. I'm John Pop. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, February 10th. Here are today's headlines. The FBI visited the home of former Vice President Mike Pence in Indiana today. They were looking for classified documents. The FBI's search of Pence's home was planned and done with the full knowledge and approval of the former vice president. Pence was not at home during the search as he's currently in California visiting his daughter and grandchildren. The search was conducted after Pence alerted Congress last month that he discovered classified documents in his possession from his time as vice president. The discovery of Pence's classified documents comes shortly after the public learned that President Joe Biden had classified documents from his time as vice president in his old office in Washington, D.C. and his home in Delaware. Last year, former President Donald Trump was also found to have classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. The FBI search of Pence's home lasted five hours, and during that time, the FBI did find one additional document with a classified marking on it. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles will face off in the Super Bowl this Sunday. Now, leading up to the game, it's traditional for the president to sit down for a pre-Super Bowl interview. But don't wait for an interview with President Biden this year because it's not happening. The outlet covering the Super Bowl traditionally conducts the interview. So in the past two years, Biden has done a sit down with CBS and NBC. This year, Fox is carrying the Super Bowl. And there are, of course, tensions between Fox News and the Biden administration. No surprise. Because of this tension, the Fox aligned station Fox Soul asked President Biden if he would sit down with them for the interview instead of Fox News. Foxhole aims its content at black Americans. Brett Baer of Fox News said earlier this week that Fox had formally asked for that interview, but had not received an answer from the White House. But just before noon today, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre tweeted, the president was looking forward to an interview with Fox Soul to discuss the Super Bowl, the State of the Union, and critical issues impacting the everyday lives of black Americans. We've been informed that Fox Corp has asked for the interview to be canceled. Biden is not the only president not to give the traditional pregame interview. In 2018, President Trump declined an interview with NBC. So while you won't be hearing from President Biden about the Super Bowl on Sunday, hopefully we'll see a great game this weekend. Kickoff time is 6.30 on Super Bowl Sunday. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has added the COVID-19 vaccine to its list of recommended scheduled immunizations for kids and adults. The CDC is recommending that kids ages 6 months to 4 years old be given two doses of the Pfizer, BioNTech, or Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. A third shot would then follow. The CDC recommends a similar shot series for adults. The CDC is not mandating the vaccine. Instead, states and counties will decide if they will require the shot in schools. Dr. Neil Murthy and Dr. Patricia Wode said that the CDC's decision to add the vaccine to its list of recommended scheduled immunizations means the COVID-19 vaccine is now presented as any other routinely recommended vaccine and is no longer presented in a special call-out box as in previous years. Heritage Foundation Senior Fellow Robert Moffitt wrote to the CDC's advisory committee in October requesting that the CDC 
not add the COVID-19 vaccine to its standard child immunization schedule. Why? Because Moffitt argues the vaccine is not necessary for children as they are the least susceptible to the virus. Moffitt says there is no clear benefit to children receiving the vaccine in mass. The president of Brazil was at the White House today meeting with President Joe Biden. Luis da Silva is the newly elected president of Brazil. Da Silva is a member of Brazil's left-wing Workers' Party. So what's on the agenda for these two political leaders? Heritage Foundation Research Assistant for Latin America, Mateo Hedar, joins us now to answer that question. Mateo, what are these two leaders talking about? What is top of their agenda? Yes, Virginia, thanks for having me. Top of the agenda is, unsurprisingly, climate change. And uh, we'll expect also a resurgence of the conversation, as they framed it, Brazil's democratic institutions, but specifically talking about a point that the White House has been eager to jump on, which has been the January 8th uh, riots that we saw uh, in Brazil uh, in, in in the capital. Of course, the White House is eager to compare this to January 6th hmm. here and to politicize uh, this issue. Uh, but here's the thing, Virginia, What uh, what's equally interesting is what they're not talking about. They're not talking about uh, democratic institutions in Brazil that are uh, at stake long term, about the crackdown on free speech, uh, often against conservatives in Brazil that we saw even in the run up to the election, and potential concerns that this incident that we saw for January 8th in Brasilia may be weaponized by uh, Brazilian institutions by the judicial system, which is, by the way, in large part, totally controlled by the pro-Lula left in Brazil. Uh, And so that's one point. And the bigger issue here that nobody's talking about is China. Uh, And so with the climate issue, especially where we've seen uh, not just Lula, but other uh, presidents around the world, especially in the developing world, are seeing this uh, as an opportunity uh, for cash, uh, for uh, investment from the United States. Uh, and and they're obviously they're they're capturing the moment uh, with the Biden administration's uh, political interest uh, in this specific issue, uh, but unfortunately uh, nobody's talking about how cooperation on the Amazon. Lula, for example, uh, launched an, uh, he's relaunching an Amazon fund, uh, which uh, engages and will receive funds from countries from all over the world. There's potential there that China could be in the fund, and it's not just. Uh, giving money. It, it, this, we're talking about uh, co-financing uh, conservation projects, as they call it, but these are huge uh, cash flow opportunities uh, for a number of parties. It's not clear if the United States joins this, uh, what the outcome would be, who would benefits, and nobody's uh, talking about the very serious uh, influence and encroachment that China has had in Brazil over the years. Uh, that should be top of line for the administration, and we're not seeing that. Hmm. It's going to be fascinating to see what does and doesn't come out of this meeting. But, Mateo, we really appreciate your insight on this. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Virginia. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't got a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us on Monday morning for The Daily Signal interview edition. Samantha Asheris will be sitting down with Spencer Clavin to discuss his new book, How to Save the West. 
Ancient Wisdom for Five Modern Crises. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and a review. We read and love all your feedback. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you all have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy watching the Super Bowl. We'll see you right back here on Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.